Welcome to another episode of Your Own Boss. Our guest this week is Kuratulain Jawad, the founder of GetDigital.ae. GetDigital is a digital transformation company that offers services of web design, development, digital marketing, end-to-end tailor-made solutions for SMEs. Now, before starting to get digital, Kuratulain has founded uh, another company. I mean, she, she founded a company called StartupGuys.net with less than $100. And imagine she grew the company to make a $100,000 exit. That's how wonderful her entrepreneurial journey has been. Let's hear from her about her story. Let's uh, welcome Kuratulain. Kuratulain, thank you so much for taking our time and uh, joining us here on the Be Your Own Boss podcast. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Sachin, for such a wonderful introduction. And I'm so glad to be here and uh, share my story. I'm, I'm super glad to have you here and it's uh, I'm, I'm excited to you know uh, to, uh, towards the interview it's going to be a nice uh, conversation let's um, let's start with your story right from the beginning um, let's start with your your parents your siblings your childhood where were you born tell us about the, the environment at home okay so um, I'm originally from Pakistan and um, I was born and raised in uh, Karachi, which is a very happening city in Pakistan. Um, And I'm the eldest of um, my siblings. I have two brothers and one sister. And um, my brothers and sisters are very uh, young to me. Uh, My brother, who is younger to me, he is around eight eight years younger to me. And uh, they don't have that much age gap. But with me, uh, um, I mean, I have the highest age gap between all of them so I have been the eldest um, child and um, uh, I mean I have not just been the eldest sister but more of a you know mother kind of of uh, figure with that age gap yeah (laughs) yes with that age gap more kind of uh, mother figure so um, my brother still uh, used to make a fun of this thing. Um, although it's not popular in Pakistan, but due to Bollywood movies, uh, the Raksha Bandhan is very famous, uh, you know, um, uh, event. So uh, they learned about uh, it from the movies. And uh, they used to say that uh, typically it's the sisters who um, who do the Rakhi to brothers, right? But sometimes they used to bring that for me. <laughs> <laughs> For protecting them. And, to protect uh, them, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. So, yes, I had quite um, a happening um, childhood. Um, mm. uh, as a student, I was an average student, I would say, but uh, I had some special interests, uh, which many other kids did not have at that time. Uh, but my interests were also very much groomed by my family, I would say. I had a lot of interest in reading. I used to do a lot of reading. Uh, I started uh, reading an English newspaper um, when I was five years old. Um, English is because English is second language there and for for a young kid like that. And um, then my interest in reading grew quite um, a lot. Um, I used to save my pocket money um, because every six months there used to be a book fair in my school and um, I... uh, the thing that I used to love was buying books, um, storybooks, of course, at that. And then um, I read a lot of books, um, mostly stories. Um, 
till I grew up. And then um, when I grew up, uh, when I stepped into practical life, I found self-help books more um, interesting and um, more relevant to um, something that can help me. Because um, we don't really always have... um, a role model in everything. Yes, we can have a role model for certain things. Um, maybe my uh, father, my uncle, my aunt, someone can be a role model for a particular thing. But you cannot have a single role model for everything, right? So this is where I believe that you learn from books, and um, um, that's why I I insist a lot on reading. I still read. Um, I mean, I think I read a lot. And uh, there is uh, something very funny about it as well. When I was uh, sorry for j- for jumping right from childhood to my um, uh, to my uh, work, when I was working in the capacity of a manager, um, and I was the SEO manager in one of the company, and um, you know SEO requires a lot of content. So I used to have around twelve writers who were reporting to me and those 12 writers used to write around five to six articles per writer every day and five to six articles multiplied by 12 writers i had to review all those articles daily other than my seo work other than my technical seo work so it was because i loved reading so that was fun but um, maybe it would not be fun for someone who doesn't like reading that much So, uh, but that has helped me in many ways. Um, Of course, you know, when when you repeatedly do something that, um, you know, you might have heard this from a lot of people who are at top of their fields that things that they have been doing um, repeatedly, things that they had passion for. So reading has been kind of my passion. I mean, I still read a lot. Believe me, if there is something I will just even right now, the reading has more is more of digital. But I still um, prefer paperback uh, books. Uh, but again, um, I cannot carry paperback everywhere. But um, I, I still read. I mean, um, yeah. reading is still my best friend. And uh, is that is this something that I mean? You mentioned that you know your parents insisted that you read right at the age of five, right? What did your parents do, by the way? What did your mom do? What did your dad do? Okay, my my mom, she's a housewife, and uh, my father, uh, he's a lawyer. Um, um, uh, but uh, it was not just my parents, uh, my grandmother, mm, she also, she was um, a very, um, uh, she was a very respected lady of um, the whole, um, in her town. And uh, she was considered to be very well knowledgeable person. So it was her who very much insisted on educational yeah. stuff. Brilliant. And growing up, you know, with that kind of an environment at home, uh, did you have aspirations that, uh, you know, once you grow up, you want to become an entrepreneur one day? I think I had this feeling because I always thought about doing business, but uh, growing up, I didn't know uh, this particular term entrepreneurship or how it is done or whether I will become that one day. But I always thought about the business perspective. For example, uh, my grandmother's village was quite kind of very remote uh, where um, uh, even the grocery shopping and all that was quite distant. So I always thought that 
uh, what if we bring a kind of solution right here which will help people more they will have you know they will have they don't have to go there so i always thought about things like that and um monetizing my services i mean i always not in terms of real money but i always monetized my reading or um, you know to in some way so i had that right from the beginning but i was not aware of it possibly but yes yeah. now i now i realize i always had it this was this was inside me in you yes. right yeah and so once you uh, you know did your schooling and uh, after that what what kind of uh, studies did you go into okay so um, i did my schooling uh, two years earlier than um, the regular kids because i was kind of a uh, i was kind of a difficult child to deal in the classroom possibly because i used to read a lot and i always knew uh, um what teacher had to uh, teach i always knew possibly more than that so my father took that for an advantage and i had double promotion twice wow. which means uh uh which means i uh, uh i was 2 years ahead of my age group yeah yeah uh, so like from from grade 3 instead of going to grade 4 you would go to grade 5 directly from, actually i didn't know. do i didn't do kgs i directly mm-hmm. went to class 1 when i went for kg and um i because i knew everything i could read so i was promoted to grade 1 directly i didn't do kg and um then in uh, i haven't studied grade 7 uh, from last class 6 i directly went to class 8 so you never went to class 7 <laughs> i did not and i very much miss it <laughs> so uh but there had been actually maybe many parents um uh, if this um podcast uh would go to parents like maybe desi parents and because you know we desi parents still have some kind of the same school of thought um it did help me academically and i was very because i was a bit inclined to academics uh but uh sociologically uh it was not now i feel um especially when i am a mother myself and i have a child who has special needs um i feel that socially it was not a good move because all the kids in the class were two years older to me and um i was not at their level of social understanding i was not at their level of i didn't have that much social intelligence uh, or maybe emotional intelligence as well i didn't have developed that much uh, so mm, i felt um, i always felt um, uh, weird um, like i'm the weird person in the whole felt uh, like the odd one out in the group yeah yes so mm, uh you know i mean uh, i think um the things that i have gone through and the way that um, some emotional uh, uh emotional health uh, matters of course in in today's world it matters most so whenever you are trying to double promote your kids don't just uh, look for the maybe uh, you can engage them academically otherwise in private courses but do let them enjoy class 7 that's a good point yeah let them go through that journey let them yes uh, you know live that yeah yeah, yeah. so um uh, one thing uh, sorry uh, uh, when i uh, went through that um and after um how i i got into entrepreneurship is 
um, I didn't get straight to entrepreneurship. Uh, when I uh, finished my high school exams, the second day I got tuitions, which many people in Pakistan and India do. Um, that they start teaching the young kids. So right after finishing my high school, um, just after exams, even the result was yet to come. Um, I started teaching tuitions and then I realized that uh, maybe uh, I'm not making full use of my knowledge. So I just went to a school and I applied for a job and I was hired right away. So I started, yes, uh, maybe things have changed now. But at that time, uh, you know, um, if you are good with kids and you know your uh, uh, you know, you have knowledge. Uh, you can you can be a teacher in Pakistan. You didn't really need a lot of qualifications at that time. So um, at that time, I um, I started uh, teaching, and um, then I taught for almost seven and a half years. Uh, wow. I started teaching. And this was in uh, yeah. Yes. I started teaching kids uh, from grade two and then gradually I started increasing going to older kids. And um, by the time, uh, actually, I was uh, I was working in the morning. I was teaching in the school in the morning and I was taking evening classes for my education. So I after high school, I started uh, teaching and after high school, I did BCom, which was in evening. And while I was doing BCom, I also did a technology diploma, uh, which helped me a lot. Um, uh, but at that time, it was difficult. It was really tough. So, uh, and then I did my master's. And again, my master's was the same. Um, I In the morning, I was teaching. And in the evening, I, I took evening classes from master's from Karachi University. So okay. after master's, and, I also and you did taught- your master's? In so economics, you did your and economics and finance. Economics and finance, okay. yes. And uh, by the time I um, completed my master's, because I was very much inclined to academics and uh, I really loved teaching. And uh, after master's, I left from school and I applied for a job in a college, in a degree college. And I started teaching in a degree college. And I taught there for around two and a half years. And... Um, at that time, I felt that maybe I should equip myself more with the education itself. Although I know the subject matter, but I should understand the philosophy of education. So I enrolled and um, I did my B.Ed. as well. Wow. Now, this is long ago, <laughs> so many years ago. So I did B.Ed. as well. And then um, I taught for quite a while, but then... Um, some uncertain situations uh, in which I had to uh, support my family and, you know, the education jobs are not really well paying in Pakistan, unfortunately. Yeah, all so, around the world, actually. I mean, this is not just not just in Pakistan. It's uh, also in India, everywhere. I think teachers are uh, one of the, you know, not not well paid and this is unfair. Yes, so, this is really unfair. So um, at that time, I... Um, with my with very heavy heart actually i had to say goodbye to teaching and um, then i uh, got into although i was looking for a job in finance because i had finance background but um, again finance uh, jobs are not that common so i found um, a job in marketing um, which was online back then in 2006 it was an online 
job working yeah. from home so remote, and, like remote working yes working from at home. that time and nobody at home believed me that uh, this will pay off <laughs> yeah so uh, that's when i i started with it included content writing and it, it included a lot of things um, and of course i didn't know a lot of marketing at that time i had to learn so now 17 plus years in marketing and um, i'm self i have uh, learned everything um, on my own i don't have a marketing degree um, but i think i'm good at my trade Wow! Yeah, of course. I mean, you've you've worked for seventeen years in in the industry, and uh, how was that uh, that transformation in the beginning when you started working remotely at home? Um, you know, uh, how was that experience? This was something unheard of, right? At that time, at least. I mean, we're talking about two thousand six here. Yeah, it was two thousand six, and uh, the experience was uh, actually it was amazing. Plus, it was little weird as well. because one thing of course nobody trusted that you are doing something that will pay off even your parents because technology was not that uh, you know uh, it was not that much trusted at that so um, uh, but the good thing uh, because you are doing it from home you have the flexibility and you can do a lot of other things while doing it so the first month uh, while working from home i literally did not even go to my garage door <laughs> I stayed that much home. Yeah, you stayed home the entire time. Yes, uh, um because I was loving it actually. So it was um it was interesting and uh it was a little different as well but it was a very good experience and uh in fact I was hired on my first job first physical job uh where um uh, I was offered a job from a local uh, company that that was when we moved to Islamabad actually. um so uh, i was offered a job because somebody saw my work online and they offered me a job so that's how i got my first um, full time job interesting and was that also in marketing yes that was also in marketing okay. uh, from there onwards it was all marketing from there onwards right. it it's just marketing and me yeah <laughs> brilliant and what in marketing so like you know we have we have the field marketing the products and developing product development it was digital marketing it was mainly it was digital marketing because i was working okay. from home i was doing the online uh, marketing so it was all digital marketing so my initial job was um, of course as a digital marketing uh, um, associate digital marketer and uh, we are i had to do some things of my own but of course there were people from home i was learning and um yes step by step i started learning i developed quite a lot of interest in seo in particular and um that is something that um stuck with me and i because it involves a lot of content and because i read a lot so i became really good at seo and um, and then i pursued particularly in seo but i also realized that um the way technology is transforming uh, putting all your eggs in one basket might not be a good um, way for me uh, in my career so i i did focus on seo but i uh, had good command over all other things including marketing research including um uh direct marketing um trying to look into strategizing things and uh, working on business analysis i was kind of a person that 
uh, if um, if there is an additional work from employer um, and nobody is taking that work because they think they don't want to take additional work, I, w- I was the person who would say, yes, please, I would take this. The reason because there is something for me to learn. And believe me, that has helped me a lot. If I would not have those, taken those small jobs, um, I would not have been where I am today. Absolutely. Wow, that's that's brilliant because, you know, it is, it is like those moments when nobody else is taking up that job, you take it, you learn from it, and you grow as a person. So this is like... Um, that's a good advice for everyone actually that's that this is this is a path to follow um and then once once you were uh, you know when when at the time when you were working as a marketing uh, you know associate marketing um in the marketing team uh did did this thought of starting on your own starting your own company did this uh, thought strike at that time to you I actually um, always have been doing something on side. A side hustle was always there. Um, yeah. uh, maybe not not a full scale business, but there was always a side hustle because something that I learned, don't put all your eggs in one basket. You never know when you can get fired from a company. So, yeah. instead, so what kind of side that, hustles? So side hustles were also digital um, because I was experimenting. I was kind of person, you know, because digital marketing was a lot of um, trial and error. Many times digital marketing has been trial and error um, in those times, even right now as well. Uh, There are a lot of things that you cannot learn. You cannot um, understand if you don't do them. And a company was not uh, really interested in the learning phase they were interested in getting getting things done but i had to learn somehow so for example i made i wanted to learn uh, image optimization and i asked the company and they said that um, we can't really you know uh, we can't really do a side project for that uh, you do whatever you want you have um, all our support but we can't help you with that do it on your own and in that at that time there were not no not many courses as well uh, uh, although there were some youtube videos but again youtube videos were from people who are also experimenting things like yourself so um, for image optimization for example uh, i really wanted to know how image search works and there was no way i could learn that so i created a website uh, where i tried image optimization in different ways test a b c d test uh, 10 different things um some things work something did not work and then i really i was pulling around fifty thousand traffic on that domain with images only that's how i learned image optimization how, how to optimize images for search um then similarly um my company was uh, launching um, some apps and I wanted to, I always knew that the app stores, they do not work like Google search. They work differently. So um, uh, I I built a small scale project to test how app stores work, how how it will impact apps. So, you know, those trial and error things I have always been doing. And um, in digital, I I feel that um, uh, whenever you have true intentions, your efforts never go in waste. For example, all the web properties that I 
built for testing purposes. Um, some of them did not work, but some of them that worked, they, they worked so well that I always got the option to monetize them. For example, in image search, the site that I made, I put Google AdSense on it. So <laughs> all, all the right. people that were, that were coming, yeah, even without um, uh, without uh, any additional effort, they were giving me a passive income. Brilliant. So for for the audience who are not very well versed with you know how Google AdSense work or uh, it works and uh, how the digital marketing works, can us can you give us like you know explain that in in short how how do you you have your website you have your images on the website and uh, can you talk us through that process of from there to monetizing it okay so um, digital marketing uh, is uh, quite a complex field now it's when i started it it was very different and the version version of digital marketing i started with does not exist anymore and what okay. we have today, um, many of the things will be obsolete in next five years, the speed at which we are moving forward, right? So um, uh, monetizing your content, uh, it's not just only Google AdSense. There are a lot of ways uh, you can monetize your content. But let's say you have a website. For uh, To monetize your website with Google AdSense, you must have a content-rich website. And content means you should have text content, a lot of text content. Because uh, Google still cannot um, read the content within a video or cannot read the content within an image that effectively that it reads um, text content. So you should have good text content, which should be quality content, which should not be copied from somewhere, which should be your own production, honestly. And um, um, original say, content. Yes, original content. Then you apply for Google AdSense. It's just use types insert Google AdSense and um, you will go to google.com slash AdSense. There you apply for AdSense. Then uh, Google um, gives you some simple steps. They verify your website and they also take some time to review your website, whether you have um, your website is eligible or not. Um, you should have ideally a privacy policy. You should have terms and conditions. You should have all the cookie policy clearly mentioned. Um, no hidden agendas there. Everything should be very clear. And you should have a contact form as well. And your sh website should also have SSL. If you, there are many factors, these are some of the most important factors. If your website doesn't have these factors, it's likely your, your application is likely to get rejected. So once you co uh, comply with the policies and um, you get AdSense enabled, then the next thing, your website should have traffic. Because if you do not have people coming to your website, then the ad is not. It's very much like, you know, um, the display ad uh, you see. Um, see. Uh, the billboards the ad, on the road, right? Yes, the billboards on the road. Uh, yeah. The more uh, the more busiest area, the billboard in the most busiest area will be the most costly one. So the more traffic you have on your website, the more money you will make. Nice, nice. So Google pays you for having... Creating, the, creating content, creating, content. creating quality content. Brilliant. All right. So uh, and so here, here coming back to you know your journey, your story here. So you were working uh, and uh, on the side, you were doing these side hustles. You had your website and 
uh, and how did things uh, transform from there? So um, I was always, as uh, while working uh, uh, on my marketing, um, uh, in my marketing jobs, I switched a couple of jobs as well. And uh, in 2012, I moved to UAE after getting married. And um, I again started working for a company here. And um, uh, then I became a mother. And um, that's when I realized that um, uh, a full-time corporate job uh is not going to be a sustainable option for me um, uh, because all the work from home uh, in my kind of job was very much um, in even on in those days but still you know i had to be honest with the company that i'm working for because they needed me more than working from home so that's when i realized that uh, i should probably uh, say goodbye to my corporate career and instead start building something of my own that I can grow with myself. And the idea of startupguys.net was because I was very much overwhelmed at that time. And I also realized that uh, I was very much overwhelmed working with startups. I worked with a lot of startups and I realized that when they look for search, they, when they go and search in Google and um, the guides that appear, they are very generic guides. They are um, like how to uh, digital marketing, generic guides and all that. But marketing a restaurant is very different from marketing a cleaning business. So they should have specific guides for them. So I started yeah. creating those marketing guides myself and I started it as a blog. And um, again, um, I thought that I should monetize it with Google AdSense. And then, um, but later I realized that maybe uh, Google AdSense is not the um, most uh, effective option for me. I should look for some other options as well. So um, I started creating marketing guides myself. And then um, as I started getting into startups, I realized that um, uh, startups don't just need marketing help. They need finance help. They need HR help. They need operations help, a lot of. And I cannot do it all myself because, of course, I cannot be expert in all that, right? So I started reaching out people on LinkedIn um, who were active LinkedIn creators. And I offered them that the LinkedIn post they create, it disappears after three, four days. And it cannot be searched, uh, but if they uh, if they can create content for startup guys, the content will be optimized for search engine and get organic traffic. And they can put their link as well, so they can have uh, people contact them as well. You know, indirect marketing. Mm -hmm. So many people agreed, and I got a lot of content on team building. I got a lot of content on startup finance. I got a lot of content on. Uh, startup um, operations and a lot of things and um, then uh, when I uh, exited from startup guys uh, there were 2100 articles on site wow and all <laughs> of these were written by people on a revenue share base of uh, on a revenue uh, there was no revenue share there was no revenue share it was just um, that um, they are going to create content for startup guys and they will get visibility in exchange. Mm. So okay. I did not pay because I didn't have money at that time to pay anyone as I started it with just a domain name and hosting. 
so uh, but because um i was quite well versed in um uh tweaking wordpress so i did a lot of uh, tweaks myself uh which saved me a lot of development cost and because i was creating a lot of content myself which saved me a lot of um content creation costs and um i mean i had the skill i didn't have money to start the business but i had the skill to develop that yeah so um, there is always that's what i always say that um even if you don't have money uh you always have if you have a skill you can always monetize that skill absolutely let's talk about that part a bit here the, the monetary part here right so you didn't have a lot of money to i mean you you invested in buying the domain name registering the domain name and buying the web hosting services which is yeah. the basic basic necessary that uh, necessities and um what other expenses did was there anything else that uh that you had to incur any other cost that you had to incur any registration anything else actually luckily when i started it the digital businesses in the uae were not um, regulated <laughs> and so there was no licensing cost at that time of course when the licensing cost came in i registered a company um, um but uh, initial couple of years uh, there was no requirement of licensing so uh it was pretty uh, easy at that time yes things have changed a bit now you have to go for licensing but again now even um there are a lot of licensing options which are quite pocket friendly you don't really need to have that heavy license because uh, right now even i have two companies actually one is my getdigital.ae and the other is askqj.com which is my mentoring program um so um i have two companies and um uh, a different licensing type for each of them but you don't really need um a heavy uh, you know fancy license um uh, unless you plan to hire people because when you're starting up uh you can get things done from freelancers you can get things mm-hmm. done from fiverr or any other freelancer platform so you don't really need to hire employees you don't really need to buy the visa quota and everything so you can cut all those expenses and buy the basic license which is which can be from anywhere like ded license which is um, 1070 dirhams i think and there is a abu dhabi ded license which is also around same cost so you can start with a small uh, you know license as well but yes there is licensing cost now yeah so we 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 spoke about the the capital investment which is the licensing cost the, the domain registration the, the web hosting and things like that the running expenses nothing because unless you pay the uh, you know you pay the the content creators on yeah. if, you, if you're paying some freelancers and see um, yes yes please go ahead so, and and um, what about the income part here so what were your sources as a website company as as a you know uh, when you started um so, startupguys.net okay so your so, source of income okay my source of income was um the very first thing um of course uh as i mentioned that uh startup guys was it was it was uh an authority website it, it came out as an authority website now an authority website i used to earlier i was reaching out people on linkedin so please write an article for me and um and they used to write and uh um but there there came a time when i stopped reaching out then people used to come to me can you please publish my article 
So initially, I started publishing articles um, uh, for free, of course. But then there, when there are a lot of articles, let's say you have to publish 10 articles in a day, uh, you can't do that for free. You ask them for a small review fee. So there was a small review fee, which was a part of, um, which was one income stream. Uh, then uh, the other income streams were um, referrals, uh, like, uh, for example, there was um, a commission junction program uh, when Bing ad, if you know, Bing ad started, like Google ads. Bing also has uh, ads um, platform where people can uh, promote their business using Bing ads. For example, Bing ads, uh, when they started their advertising program, I joined that program and um, I would write about how Bing's ad Bing ads can help people promote their business. And from my referral, whoever joins Bing ad program and spends money, I get referral fee. So it's, it's kind of affiliate marketing. You become affiliate an affiliate. Yeah. So affiliate was one of um, the one of the revenue stream. Then the. Uh, then I did not just focus on SEO. I built my newsletter as well. And there was 8,000 subscribers of the newsletter. So people who want to advertise their startup in the newsletter, um, of course, they pay and uh, yeah. get the word out. Uh, then there were multiple revenue streams like this. Uh, so the whole revenue was not from a single source. Um, it was yeah. distributed. Among uh, yeah, it's spread across. Yeah. And that goes back to the point that you said, that, you know, don't put all your eggs in one basket, right? Yes, yes, yes. Always. Yeah. yeah. And uh, let's talk about the exit of it here. You you made a $100,000 exit. Uh, the You know, your, your, your company was acquired by another a bigger company. So tell us about that. Like, how did that conversation start about the exit? And, uh, you know, how did that process go? Honestly, when I exited from StartupGuys.net, um, there were a lot of things. Uh, for example, uh, one of the most important thing was my son uh, who regressed and he um, he was diagnosed with autism. And um, I had struggled a lot of finding the right kind of support that can help him. Um, so I was of the opinion at that time and I feel I mean I have no regret over my decision uh, because I felt that see I have a baby uh, who needs me full-time and I have also grown a business that is also a baby and I don't want to spoil it because startup guys at that time had a potential to grow big but for that growing big requires me more of me which was not possible for me at that time so I decided that uh, maybe I should focus on one baby right now and hand over startupguys.net to someone who can take it to the next level. So I started reaching out a couple of people. I I reached out a couple of people with whom I worked right in the beginning. And um, they gave me um idea that uh, it's, it's a good website, everything, but it's better if you hold it till post-COVID because in COVID time, nobody has money to buy. So uh, I said, okay, but if I hold it, maybe I will be wasting uh, myself because I'm sure that at the moment, uh, the physical um, uh, uh, the physical trauma and the mental and the emotional uh, 
uh, all this scenario it's not going well with that you know i can take it to the next level i must have and there's a lot of work involved right i mean the, and and you you wanted to spend more time with your child so at that time i was actually i i was learning um, because i invested a lot of money in my own learning because i realized that you know spending on therapies and all that is a short term solution it's not a sustainable solution so i have to prepare myself uh, because no matter even if my child goes for 5 hours of therapy in a center um if uh, rest of uh, 21 hour, uh, 20, rest of 19 hours uh, he's not getting the same kind of support the therapy yeah. won't work so i enrolled myself in some courses which required me to learn more you know which which shifted my attention from startup guys for a time being um so at that time i started looking for and um then um Uh, of course i uh, uh, from people i knew they said that maybe it's not a good idea then i started reaching out some brokers and um, it was 10th day of my outreach that uh, i closed the deal wow within 10 days that's so within 10 that's days very yes. quick yeah so you found someone who would uh, who would buy the company and uh, run it yes um, someone who was very much aligned with um, the goals that startup guys had and um, they were ready to take it to the next level and um, i actually had multiple offers and um, then i decided to move with one of them because the uh, the company that i felt that they can take it better so yeah this is how it went wow and so then when when did you decide to start your current company which is get digital okay so once the things were streamlined i actually um uh, this was october or uh, september and october 2020 when i exited from startupguys.net and uh, get digital was born in february 2021 so there was around 6 months of gap uh, which uh, in in that time i streamlined my a uh, new learning i streamlined my son's homeschooling and a lot of things and then i realized that um, now if i stay idle um, it, it won't be a good idea so i need something to uh, you know uh, get back myself on track yeah so it's time to get back right so then yes. and then you st- so what was so talk us through that process of like coming back into business now with with a new company so, new brand yeah when uh, when i started um, getdigital.ai it was entirely different business model as of startupguys.net because for startupguys.net the business model was i was behind the firewall all the time uh, i never had to speak to anyone um, for once even all the support was on email and um, i didn't really have to speak to people um, which i loved <laughs> you know it's i'm sorry i'm not saying yeah. it in that way but you know sometimes yeah. um uh, in a business like get digital dot ai if you have to you are answerable to clients and um even to get clients you have to go to meetings you have to network you have to and networking actually sometimes takes a lot from you you need to have a lot of energy it requires a lot of energy to meet people to convince them to get them sign a deal with you so it was entirely different business model and i had to learn a lot of things right from the scratch 
when I started the digital dot AE. So they say that, uh, you know, um, uh, when you do business, um, uh, you are uh, in your control, control and you do the things that you love. No, it's not like that. When you do business and you really want to grow your business, you, you have to do the things which you don't like many times because that's what builds uh, your stamina. Uh, for example, let's say um, I'm attending a webinar or a seminar and I'm very much motivated and uh, that, okay, I'm going to do this in my business. I'm going to do that in my business. But the time I come back home or um, I get back to my desk, I don't have the same level of motivation. You can't have a regular flow of motivation. Motivation is not something like that runs in your blood. Uh, but stamina is something that you can build and uh, you need more stamina. You don't really need a lot of motivation. You need a lot of stamina to do business and grow it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So, yeah, motivation is it's good. It's that rush yes. of energy. It's a one gush of energy, but then you know you need to uh, you need to have stamina. You need to have consistent performance. Um, so uh, and uh, talk us through through, through the process of uh, the, the business model and setting up uh, get digital and what was the idea like how, how, I mean the idea behind the name how did you how did you start okay so for starting get digital dot was uh, it was not my own um, uh, alone it was not just for myself uh, because my husband uh, he's a tech technical person he's um, uh, the number of years I have experience in marketing he has that much experience in uh, technology he's a technologist and um, he was working uh, in travel industry and um, that was COVID time so you know um, for him as well and he is very much introvert uh, kind of person uh, he, he, he does amazing jobs but behind uh, behind the scenes so um we started it we started get digital um as a project where i will be facing the clients i will be doing the business analysis and maybe client communication and client acquisition as well and he will take care of the development team so this is how we started two person a company from um, at that time we had a, a spare room so a company from the spare room in our house brilliant <laughs> wow and that's how big businesses have started, right? Like in, in a spare room, in a small <laughs> Yes. And initially, we were not very sure about uh, who we should serve. And of course, we were exploring a lot of um, avenues. And um, we did uh, a couple of projects um, here and there. Uh, because in the beginning, of course, you have to you know sustain um, that as well. Um, but as we started growing, um, we developed expertise in um, e-commerce, of course, one. And the second expertise we developed uh, was um, because we are very much into sustain sustainability. So um, sustainable e-commerce business is one thing. The second thing, my love for education. So ed tech businesses. Um, so uh you would be amazed to know that um, even for my company, I haven't run a single Dharams ad yet. Uh, forget digital.ae. We haven't really yeah. uh, did any advertising um, because it was all the referral business. We did 
uh, one project. Uh, we got recommendations from there. We got um, another project from a recommendation and so on. So 100% of our business had been referrals based so far. And uh, we are uh, um, we are no more just two people. Yeah, your team has grown as well, right? Yes. And uh, let's talk about the sustainability part here. So you said that you know you're you're very much into sustainability, and talk us through that. Like why? Uh, I mean, what drives that passion? In you? of course, it is important. Yeah, I mean, so am I. But then um, you're very particular about it. So one thing that actually um, I think uh, took me to my uh, towards sustainability more was um, how my son's autism has reshaped um, my vision and the way I think about things and um, the way I uh, the way things are happening and how we can change because I always thought when growing up I always thought that maybe. Uh, to change things and maybe to bring a positive impact, you need a lot of resources. I always thought that. I used to think that. But I realized that you can always make a change with what you have. You don't really need a lot of resources. So with that mindset, I had a great uh, mindset shift with my son's autism. Uh, of course, learning about his difficulties, helping him how to, because he sees the world in entirely different way than we all do. So in that journey, uh, I discovered a lot of things. I discovered um, about sustainability. I discovered about the importance of meditation. I I discovered about uh, importance of taking care of yourself first, because you can't really take care of anyone else if you are not in your best so a lot of things uh, that came from uh, my son's uh, autism and um, when I uh, even ed tech itself, um, because we developed one free app as well for kids uh, with autism um, that kids can use to learn kids who do not uh, who are not verbal. So the app is called Curious Kiddo. It's on Google Play Store. It's a free app. So there are a lot of things that we developed uh, during this phase. And um, my journey, I mean, this part of difficulty, um, yes, when this initially it happened, I thought that life is difficult. Um, but now I know that why the life was difficult. I, I asked at that time, I asked Lamia, why me? But now I know why me. Because... I was meant to do things differently. So it has reshaped me a lot um, towards uh, th yeah. think about think about sustainability, th taking care of not just um, the visual aspects, taking care of the deep down roots. Brilliant, brilliant. Kurodalin, I, I want to ask you about your um, your journey here, like looking back at your journey, looking back at, at the... Uh, you know, the, the transformation that you've had from having worked in, in, you know, as a teacher to the businesswoman that you've become, who would you like to give the credit to for your success? Uh, thank you so much for asking this question, because I always see one thing on Internet that, you know, behind a successful man, there is always a woman. Right. And then when they ask that who is behind a successful woman, um, 
believe me, there is a whole village behind a woman who is doing something. It's it's not it's not just herself. It's it's a lot of people. Um, so for me, it had been, of course, my husband, my parents, my siblings, my friends, um, a lot of a lot of people. Believe me. And yeah. um, I mean, there is a contribution of too many people to bring a woman up. Yeah, well, I love that, and that thanks to all those people that we got. Of to course, of it. course, I can. I I can't be. I mean, I don't have words to express my gratitude to those people. Um, and you will be amazed to hear one of my friends. I I would make I would make sure that she <laughs> she listens this. One of my friends still right now she cooks food and sometimes she saves it for me so that I don't have to cook because I'm doing a lot of things and her name is her name is Saba and she she sometimes sends me cooked food so that I don't have to uh, I, I get some time how sweet so, how so, sweet. You, wow. so you can imagine I'm, I'm yeah. blessed I'm blessed um, a lot of people don't have access to this this kind of network yeah yeah uh so when you, you know, considering the kind of, considering the journey, right, the kind of experiences, the learnings that you've had, the, what would be your advice to people who are just getting started or people who are working in a job and would like to start their own business, you know, uh, the aspiring entrepreneurs, what's your advice for them? Number one thing, uh, sometimes you might read a lot that, um, you know, uh, leave the job that is uh, that you are not liking and uh, get into entrepreneurship. Uh, uh, don't uh, don't jump into entrepreneurship without a plan. And the very first thing, uh, keep your finances um, on track and uh, understand that entrepreneurship can be very exciting to start, uh, but as it gets rougher, which it always. It, it gets rougher. Um, you might not have motivation, You the same motivation that you had when you started. So um, you should have a contingency plan for that. So don't start without a plan. Uh, take time uh, with yourself first and understand what you want to do, how you want to do it. And it's okay if you are feeling overwhelmed. It's okay if you are feeling that you don't find a way because there are always experts you can find. They say that talking to an expert for 30 minutes is uh, more beneficial than uh, reading uh, articles and watching videos of um, 30 hours. So, Unless it's uh, the video of uh, Kuratulain uh, interviews or interview on Beer on Boss, <laughs> because this is like talking to an expert. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. So, yes, um, you know, you, you can get a lot of... Um, uh, you can get a lot of ex uh, advice from experts and free advice is available everywhere. Uh, but uh, free advice can take you to a certain level, but it, it can't take you to, uh, it can't take you far. So um, you have to invest time or if you feel that you don't have time, then you have to buy that time by hiring someone. 
So, for example, um, if you have confusion in a business plan, you can't do the business plan yourself. There are experts who can do business planning for you. Uh, if you don't have, um, it's okay if you don't know marketing yourself. There are experts who can guide you in marketing. So, um, uh, but for all that, you ha have to have a business plan. Don't start a business without a business plan, please. Mm -hmm. Have your business plan. Oh, I see. Yeah, that's that's a very very important point you mentioned. Yes, don't start a business without a business plan. And if you don't know, ask. Ask QJ. Ask QJ. Ask, ask <laughs> Yes, Ask UJ is my handle yeah. on Instagram. Sorry for bringing this up in between, but <laughs> no, yes, this you is, can ask. Yeah. In fact, you in can. fact, that's exactly what, what I was going to ask now. Like, how can people reach out to you? People who would like to, um, you know, on Ask UJ, uh, as well as people who are small businesses, people, uh, solopreneurs, the entrepreneurs who have just started and would like to benefit from the services that you offer at Get Digital. What's the best way to reach out to you? Uh, the best way is, um, of course, you can get uh, you can reach me out at um, Ask QJ, which is my Instagram handle. Uh, and other than that, um, you go to getdigital.ae and you click the WhatsApp button, and um, that's where you will get connected to me right then. I'm not saying my number loud there because yeah. you won't be able to copy that, but you go to getdigital.ae and press the WhatsApp button. Brilliant. Yeah, and that's that's uh, that's a very straight, easy and straightforward way of getting in touch with you. Go to getdigital.ae and uh, click on the WhatsApp button and get expert advice and very like uh, like I said in the beginning, you know, end-to-end tailor-made solution for your uh, for your business. Now, I, I want to ask one uh, one more thing in terms of the experience here before we wrap up, and this is very very important. Uh, you know, uh, when you consider when you look at your life now as an entrepreneur versus your life earlier as an employee, when you're working as a teacher, working in the marketing as an employee, working for someone else versus working for yourself, what's the difference? Uh, there is a lot of difference in, um, of course. Um, so um, uh, there are pros and cons of each uh, phase uh, working for someone uh, for example let's say you are on a full-time job then um, there are things that you don't have to worry about for example your salary is coming on time um, but then um, maybe you don't have to uh, see a lot of things you have to work on uh, strictly uh, under your job description what falls under your job description and um, uh, you are kind of protected as well um, in many ways. Uh, working from, uh, um, but of course, um, it's it's your salary that you are taking away. Um, working for yourself is more of um, holding the umbrella, actually. Um, and um, it comes with, of course, a lot of perks. You are making more money. You are making um, a bigger impact. Uh, but it it uses more energies out of you as well because you have to do a lot of things yourself. Although many times you hire people, but um, sometimes in my case, for example, uh, many times uh, this also has happened that um, my team uh, member had some urgency and the work was not completed and I had to do it mm. because 
uh, we promise the client to deliver on this time. So, um, you know, you have to have more of uh, the responsibility is bigger when you are working for um, yourself. And when you are working for yourself and when you have uh, employees, um, you are not just responsible for your own income. You are responsible for multiple people's income and you have to make sure they get it. So one very interesting, actually, um, thing that came in my mind, uh, when yeah. you're getting, uh, when you're working for someone, you get paid first. <laughs> when you're working for yourself, you get paid last because the first um, taxes, they, they cut the first thing there. Then you pay to, uh, you know, the vendors. The next thing you pay the salaries and um, everything. And then last thing you pay to yourself. Pay yourself. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's yeah, very, very well said. And I mean, there are pros and cons, and it is a big responsibility. Being your own yeah. boss is uh, is a responsibility, and uh, yeah, what a wonderful journey, Kuratulain. This is you know, it, I, I I love the way you've transformed from you know from a school teacher to from a tuition teacher in the beginning, yes, and a school teacher, and how you gradually moved from there, and now here you are. You and your husband running your own business. Brilliant. Thank you so much. Wonderful. You never know. Thank you. You never know. Uh, I will be a farmer tomorrow because <laughs> I'm very much into uh, sustainability and all that. I actually have um, had a garden, balcony garden right now because it's really, it's uh, a lot of uh, heat. Um, so a lot of plants died and everything, but I'm yeah. very much determined to do farming. Um, I, I compost. I don't. Uh, I don't throw away my uh, green waste like, at all. Yeah, okay. I compost it in the balcony, and um, I made a lot of soil. So uh, you never know. Tomorrow, maybe I can. Maybe that's the next business. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that, that can happen as well. So one last question, Kuratulain, before we close the, you know, before we conclude the episode here, how was your experience being on the show? This was amazing, and um, I must say uh, that you know uh, I was a bit um, conscious in the beginning, maybe what I would speak about, and uh, uh, a little bit, you know, uh, nervousness was there. But um, I'm I'm so glad that uh, I don't know how that nervousness just went away because I just went with the flow, and it was not like uh, it was not like something. Uh, uh, tense it was it was very much like uh, i'm having a regular conversation you felt comfortable so it, was, it was very comfortable thank you so much uh, for this amazing pattern thank you and thank you so much for you know sharing your journey and your story with us it was wonderful uh, great conversation great story thanks for sharing thank, that with us thank you so much sachin thank you so much and um, it's it's wonderful to be here and uh, hopefully, uh, again, when I have my next business, I will come again. Yes, sure. So, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, that was Kuratulain Jawad, the founder of GetDigital.ae. And you've been watching and listening to Be Your Own Boss. Oh, oh, oh.